Hey, what's up? My guest today is one of my good friends, George Twinkle Toes Hernandez. George does it all, man. He's a MMA fighter. He trains. He's a softball coach. He has two jobs. People have excuses of the ass for not doing the things they love, but yet, if you listen to this episode, he finds time to do the things he cares about. This is a good one, man. Hope you like it. Welcome. So I'm here with the real Twinkle Toes. I just saw your Instagram, so I had to change it. Um, so welcome, George. Welcome to the table. What's up, man? Yeah, that's what uh, all my football boys call me. They follow me on Instagram or whatever. And the, the real Twinkle Toes, when I'm walking up to practice or when I see me walking around school when I was working there with them at Almani, uh, so I'm already I'm, I'm used to that. Kids call me that all, all the time. So um, me and George go way back, right? We I've known them since, like, 2006 we were just talking about it yeah. as we were setting this up the summer 2006 we're gonna I'm, we're gonna have to get everybody together um so you know that's gonna be a whole different podcast but we're gonna talk in detail about yeah. that summer it was such a, probably no, one probably of my not, favorite probably summers not all, probably not all the details but no no <laughs> like he said we'll go to jail yeah, so yeah. that's just yeah, you know the, the a lot of the good stuff um so me and george we've you know we've been good friends for a while now but he had this reputation as a bully so i kind of wanted to to see how he felt about that, and I wanted him. You know, he's a he's a great person. He he gives back to the community. He's a coach. He's a he's training kids now. But I want to kind of just start from the beginning. You know, like before we met, because I kind of I knew you as a football player, but then I know I knew you as a person. But after high school, so why don't you, why don't you go into detail about that? I think I, uh, the bully part. I mean, I probably got that probably like around junior high. I was got in trouble, man. I, from elementary school, junior high to high school, I was always in trouble. But it was always never like I never picked on anybody that uh, smaller than me or, or what they call like nerdy kids or dorks or whatever. Honestly, I always I always messed with the guys that picked on them. Like, oh yeah, dude. Like, you want to call this guy retarded? You wanna you wanna pick on this guy just because he's he's a little different? Okay, so I picked on those guys. And honestly, I never they never fought back. They 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 were bullies, but guess what? Now they were getting bullied. And I can honestly say that's what I did. So if you want to call me a bully for that, then fuck it. I'm a bully. But uh, that's one thing I, I, I never like. never like people getting 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 messed with, just for being different, just for not liking it. I mean, there's some guys that are assholes, and they deserve to get bullied. Don't get me wrong. I, so I, that's what I believe. But, like, those guys, like, I, I, I couldn't do it. So <clears throat> I think that's why some people looked at me as a as a bully. But I never picked anybody weaker than I, me. I don't know if you remember this, but... Back in 2006, 2005, when we met, you told me this. That's why I, I wanted to see if you remembered. I don't know if you remember that conversation, but we were driving in my little Honda Civic, and then you were telling me, like, did you ever get picked on? And I was like, eh, I mean, kind of. Some people you were dicks. And you're just like, mm, don't let yourself. And I was like, I don't. You know, that was like when I was in elementary. You know, you get me? I was always a short kid or whatever. As I grew up, I didn't grow up, like, as far as size. But you told me, like, don't. You know, people only do what you allow them to. Now that always struck with me. You know, I, you could ask people. I always say that. Like, they only go as far as you'll let them. So it's just funny, you know, I, I, we did a few intros, like, as far as, like, practicing so we could hear the microphones. And, I, and it just came up to me right now when I said, I was like, let's see how this bully thing, see if I remembers. Think, I think what I always said is, uh, 
hit them back. Punch them in the face. They're going to fight back or they're going to back down. And if you get a fist fight, you get in a fist fight. And guess what? That's going to build your character. And this person is going to stop picking you because guess what? Every time they're not going to want to fight. Yeah. They're going to be like, fuck, if I go mess with Hector today, I'm going to probably beat him up in a fist fight. But guess what? Tomorrow I want to pick on him again. I'm going to get another fist fight. Another fist fight. And no one wants to fight every day. No, but yeah. Get in trouble. Uh, and one day maybe get beat up by him. So I think, I think, once you fight back, I think, I think that helps a lot, man. Like I, like I tell him right here, we're at, we're at my, uh, my gym right now, Team Flores. Uh, my trainer's over here, Alan and Mark. Uh, I always tell him, bring your kids and bullyproof them. I think, I think that's what I try to do to our kids in here in the kids' class when I'm able to come and teach it when I'm out coaching. Uh, it's just bully, bullyproof your kids. Uh, even if you're older, even if you're an adult and you've any punk at work or something, like, come to the gym, Team Flores, right here in La Puente or your local gym. Uh, just bullyproof yourself. Uh, I just, I just, just fight back, man. Just uh, protect yourself. Just, just let yourself get taken advantage of. Any work, school, anything, life in general. And real quick, I want to say thank you to Team Flores here, um, Mark and Alan in in La Puente. You know, for letting us do this recording here. Uh, George is a trainer here, so he they let us, and this is pretty cool. But going back to what you said. Um, how do you feel about that? You know, like the parents, the bullying, the safe zone. You know, I, I, I know you have an interesting. Um, I think it's so mind soft, it. man. It's so so soft. Uh, I grew up in a generation. I think a lot of us. I think ours, ours was probably the last generation grew up. Like, hey, dude, you get hit, you fight back. Don't come home crying if you let yourself. If you come home crying because you got in a fight, you got beat up. Okay, but if you don't come home crying because someone just beat you up and you yeah, let them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I, I think that's something I tell. My kids, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't have no kids like no blood kids. Like I don't have a son or a daughter or anything. But my kids are are my football players. My kids are my softball players. And and I tell them they come, like I see, like, hey dude, what's wrong? Oh, fuck this fucking this girl's messing me. This girl's talking about this guys. You know, hey dude, don't let yourself, dude. If you have to fight back, you fight back and and yeah. do what you gotta do, dude. I I'm all this. I just I just I just let them know, like, hey, you know, back in the day, we got in fist fights, people got beat up. And guess what? It builds you. It build, it it'll build character, character man. Yeah. It build character. Yeah. You don't know, like, oh damn, I'm, I'm not made out of glass. Like that, you that punch in the face that hurt me. I can't like, go around talking yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 not bad. Like I got hit. I, I got punched three times in the face when this guy beat me up, and I'm alive. Nothing's yeah. broken. I get to go home. I got I got a black eye, a couple of bruises, but hey, it's out. I'm still alive, and I think that's what a lot of these these kids right now that that. that in school, this don't, don't realize like you can fight back, man. You don't have to just go and cry about it uh, and 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 tell and and snitch. Like you can fight back, and you can be your own. You can be your own protector. You need something to protect you, and uh, and that's why I try to install in a lot of a lot of kids. I even I work if I work over, I work at a group home with with girls about thirteen to eighteen years old, and I tell them that too because we still take them to school. They still deal with the same problems. Even even at the facility I work at, but hey, man, this still that. I probably shouldn't be saying this, but hey, just don't let yourself, man. If you got to fight, you got to fight. And I'm not going to get mad at you as a coach or, or as, as your counselor. I'm not going to get mad at you if, if you're protecting yourself. One thing my dad always, my dad is fucking like, dude, don't fight. Don't do this. Somebody cuts you off on the freeway. Even as we were kids, he'd be like, dude, they, sarcastically, he'd be like, they have somewhere important to go. Let them go. And I remember I was in fourth grade and I wasn't getting bullied by any means, but this kid, a friend of mine, he just started kind of going around, like, kicking everybody's knees. And, you know, and I used to play soccer at the age, so that I'd be, like, sore walking home. 
And my dad would be like, what the fuck's up with you? You know, why, why are you walking like that? Are, they, are you running too much at practice? And I was like, nah. And then he's like, something's wrong. So, you know, I was always like real open with my dad even to this day. So I was telling him like, this kid's just going around kicking everybody. He goes, what the fuck? Kick him back. And I was like, but I'm going to get in trouble. He goes, so? Like, what do you want? You want him to continue kicking you, or do you want him to? I was like, dude, I don't want to get in trouble with you. Like, I, I give a fuck about school. I was, yeah. in, I don't want to get in the fight and get in trouble with you. And my dad never hit us or anything like that. But I just didn't want to be in trouble with my dad. And he goes, next time he does that, punch him, punch him in the nose, and see what he does. And I kid you not, like two days later, he comes up right before soccer practice. We're all putting our little knee pads, and he kicks me behind. So I just got up, and he was walking away, and I just decked him right in the nose, and then he just like. Fell to the floor like I didn't knock him out or anything like that. Like I was never strong, but he just fell on his ass. And he's like, "Why you do that for?" I'm like, "Why you keep kicking me?" It was, "Oh man, I didn't know it bothered you." And I was like, "What? The, who likes getting kicked, dude?" And then some other kid came and kicked him while he was on the floor. And I was like, "Oh well, fuck! Like, we're gonna jump this kid." So I helped I him get it. up. I was like, "Hey, dude!" And then everybody's like, "Dude, stop kicking us!" Because he was bigger, you know. He was yeah. stronger. He was one of the better players. Everybody's like, "Stop kicking us!" Like, that's not cool. And it was just like you know, I always you know I, I saw it in early age, and I'm gonna say I understood it then. I understood. I understand it now. He could get away with it, so he just did it. And then the day that I stepped up to him, the rest of the kids saw like, "Hey, like, you no, know, now's our chance." And so he just kind of stopped. And it was funny because he was such a good soccer player, but everybody started kind of like, "Like, I don't really like him," you know. Yeah. I just hung out with him because you guys did, and you kind of saw that he had to change as a person because he was such a douche. And that's one thing, you know. Like he would have. I'm not saying we changed his life or nothing like that, but I always thought about it. Like he was such a douche. Maybe he would have still been a douche. I don't know him anymore. But maybe he was still been a douche if not, not getting hit in the face. And I always remember because my dad went home like, I don't know, like two, three months later. He goes, hey, did you ever hit that kid? I was like, oh, yeah, I did. He goes, why didn't you tell me? I was like, I don't want to get in trouble, man. I, I don't know if you're telling me something. Yeah. And like, you know, do as I say, but don't. No, no, yeah. Do as, yeah, yeah. Do as I say, but don't do as I do. Yeah. But just. Yeah, it seems like something like that. Like, see, maybe that guy's bullying a bunch of people and they see you fight back and they're going to fight back. And maybe it just helps them. Nowadays, not hurt yourself. Like people are just hurting yourself for getting bullied, and maybe that that person that wanted this, like, hey, fuck this, dude. I'm just gonna end it. I mean, when they see you punch that guy that was bugging him and making him do that, yeah, I don't got. I could just fight back. Yeah. I don't gotta hurt myself. Yeah. I could just fucking get him back for hurting me. Like, yeah. like, and that, and this, these are just these days. Are just, it just it sucks, man. It's just real, real hard because I I grew up with uncles and my dad and my mom, my grandmas. I mean, and they're always just like. Never let me be a sissy. Never let me get bullied. And I think nowadays, see some of these guys that that I work in high schools and 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 besides coaching, I work as a campus supervisor. And I see some of these guys that are supposed to be uh, the big dogs of the school. And I be like, man, you guys would land land. You guys would last a week in like class of five. Yeah. Like, like honestly, like we we were a bunch of. For my class, we're we're thugs. I mean, you guys are gangster, dude. And and <laughs> and a lot of us we play sports. And look at us now, uh, Robert. He's like my brother, Robert Robles. He owns his own business. He's a tattoo artist, one of the best tattoo artists around. Uh, if I look him up, Robert Robles tattoos on uh, on your. I'm IG. gonna get him on here. I'm gonna get him on. Uh, Bob, if you're listening, we come got. On uh, here. And then my friend, my chance. He he worked at the same company, moved up, and. Uh, what for 13 years since we got out of high school and I got I got buddies that were there and they looked at us and they probably was like oh these guys are fucking scumbags but now we're all we're all doing a lot a lot of good stuff I mean oh. not all of us don't get me wrong I got friends that are in jail for life and I got f- friends that ain't with us anymore yeah uh, but 
I mean, most of a lot of us did, and and like me, I, I try to get back as much as I could to my community of Almani by just even if it's uh when before when I was hopping out the boxing gym, Jerry Teaser, finally being able to coach in my community at at, at Almani High School, coach football, or uh, or or softball, South Almani, uh, and just being able to talk to these kids. I, I know I thought before like I I had coached that that you know I learned a lot from like uh. Coach Coach Wilson and and actually the coach I coach on the now Coach C, but I just now I see like dude there are people there are kids that are gonna come to you and tell you their problems and even as a coach you're gonna I'm not educated I didn't go to college I didn't go I didn't want I didn't go to school to learn how to talk to kids learn how to be a, a, a counselor or anything but you always have to have an answer for these kids because if you don't you're, you could be the only one these kids are comfortable to talk to, feel comfortable to talk to. And the parents work two jobs, yeah, come home, cook, or even just like two, three kids, they don't have time for all yeah, that. Yeah, even though it's their kids, yeah, but I know may, what you're saying. They maybe just don't want to talk to their parents. Maybe they see like, oh, Coach George, you know, he's from Oman, he's, he's he's lived there his whole life, he's been through this stuff. He's, I graduated '05, I graduated a long ass time ago, yeah. so these kids still know. Yeah, like, still young, I mean. So, yeah. so these kids, a lot of kids yeah. talk to me, and I give them the best advice I could, and and as of now, none of these kids have, none of the kids I've seen graduate. Or uh, are currently still going to school are, are fuck ups. That's great. So uh, I'm not saying it's because of me, but I mean, it's just it's a good good thing to see that hopefully no, I was course. something down the line. But like fuck, remember Coach George? Remember when he said this to me? This helped me in this situation, or this helped me not be a dickhead. Okay, yeah. this helped me not go out to that party and get drunk and do and and fucking drink drink and drive. Getting getting one of the drunk drivers like stuff that Coach George really taught me stuff. And and that's that's what I aim for. Even and of course to win. Yeah, I tell the kids like, hey, winning isn't everything; it's the only thing, man. Yeah. So that's another yeah, thing yeah, I, that's I, I install my I install in, in my kids. Uh, you brought oh, up Wilson. Oh, we, you know we uh we only we only lost by one run. Coach like I don't care, dude. We lost by one or ten. Like we lost. So they'll, they'll get, never get comfortable losing because when you get comfortable losing, then you will become a loser. Wilson, the guy you talked about, he was my JV coach at Mountview. And then his, you know, I guess his, I don't know, I don't know what it's like. The varsity coach, Savage, instilled that mentality in all of us. You know, as far as baseball, the same thing. You know, winning, winning isn't everything. It's just the only thing that matters. So whatever it was, I even got a, a recommendation letter from them, them two specifically, after, um, after high school for a job. And I and I told them, you know, why I, I was like, dude, you guys have that sports mentality in me. You know, like if it's a job, you want to win. You because even if you're the one that gets promoted, quote unquote. You're winning because you won that job. You get me? So I always told them, like, I was like they're like, well, I don't really want to do this. You know, I'm not. Why don't you ask one of the counselors or whatever? I'm like, dude, no, because it means more coming from yeah. you because they'll know what I'm talking about. Because at these interviews, I'm saying, like, dude, I'm at the time, <laughs> I was an athlete and a good one at that. So I'd be like, hey, you know, like, this is my mentality and everything. I, I put in sports, you know, like the, the stuff they say, you know, the quotes. I know we kind of share that on <laughs> your Facebook page. Yeah. On your Facebook page. But, um, you know, the whole just when you're over here laying down, relaxing, enjoying your spring break, we're over here having spring break tournaments because, you know, we're, we're better. Yeah. Like, we can go rest, but we're going to win. We're going to win these tournaments that don't mean shit. Like, I remember they would tell us, these tournaments don't mean shit. I don't care, but I want you guys to win because we're the fucking best, yeah. and that's what we're going to do. And so I know a lot of the homies from, like, you know, from my class, 2006, the baseball team, not, like you said, they're all successful. Why? Because we have this winner mentality, you know, like, no matter what you do, if you... My dad, same thing. You know, if you're going to rake the fucking yard, you rake the 
fucking you are like a madman. You know, you're going to be the best at whatever you do. And I think that's something that's kind of missing in this generation, you know, because as far as like there's people like you, but there's not enough. And the ones that do now, they have to kind of I know you don't, but some of them take shelter and like, well, if I say this, the parents aren't going to like me. Or if I do this with the kid, they're, they're not going to, you know, you can't push the kids too hard because it's a hobby. Like, no, dude. Our coach was like, you're going to run till your legs hurt. Not because it's you're, and I remember, <laughs> I won't say with Trump, but he's like, running doesn't help you in baseball. Like, you're already as fast as you're going to be. Yeah. You're going to run so that you don't fuck up. Yeah, yeah, you're going to run. You're going to run. That You're going to uh, um, know why later. And I still don't know why, <laughs> but they would make us run and just run. And the thing is, like, I never saw this punishment. Like, my coach was never mad at me, like, for any reason, you know, nothing like that. But it was just like, this is going to make you a better baseball player. Like, All right, they know what the fuck we're doing. And now... You know, I've never coached, but I've helped a few buddies, you know, do a few uh, practices. You know, I was a pretty good outfielder. So to be like, do some drills with the kids. And I make them do the most basic shit. And they tell me, I know all this. I'm like, okay. When you know all the basic shit, you can start going to the good shit. When you're still making little mistakes on the basic shit, you can't do, you can't pop a wheelie if you don't know how to drive yeah. a motorcycle on a straight line. You know, you got to fucking do the basics perfectly. And then we move on to the next one. And then I, a few of my buddies told me, dude, like, you're doing the most boring shit with the kids i'm like this isn't fun practice isn't supposed yeah. to be fun winning is fun when the kids are winning they're gonna be thankful you know and i kind of i saw it with my own friends like huh they stopped inviting me to these practices why because i wasn't over here trying to have a good time with the kids i was trying to no, of course i was you know like hey guys after practice we'll go fucking get some shakies or whatever but it wasn't like during practice it's like work you know you got to do what you got to do and i just realized that i was like dude maybe me personally i'm not ready to be a coach because i was I need somebody to be like them as my assistant coach kind of thing where they're like, okay, well, I can go to him for fun. But this guy is, I'm not a dick, but I was kind of like, no, man, like you guys got to do the basics. And they weren't having it, you know, and then I was like, all right, all right, not for me at this time. It's something I want to do too. coach baseball. You know, I, I love football, but I never played it. So I think I'd be out there to kind of like, I know the formation, I know all that good stuff, but I just want to baseball is something that I want to coach eventually. But just, I think I got to, Every time I read about, like, oh, this coach is pushing his kids too hard, then you read, like, oh, they made him run five poles. And yeah. like, Dude, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, uh, our, warm up. That, yeah, warm that was warm up. And then you ran poles. Like, if you made one thing about uh, Wilson that I loved was he, if you made an error, say they hit a fly ball to you and hits off your glove and falls, things happen, dude. The sun got in, whatever. But if you're on second and there's no outs and they hit a fly ball and you fucking forget a tag and you're out, dude, you're running like crazy. Yeah. Why? Because mental mistakes. You know, you can make physical errors. We, we're, we're not perfect. But when you make a mental mistake, that means you weren't paying attention. And that's something that I did with the kids. And it, it was, I got like the cold shoulder from my buddies. I was like, maybe I shouldn't be, be here. You know, if that's how it's going to be. If you want to be soft. I even thought like, this isn't soft, but it's softer than I would want to be. Well, we have a thing right now, uh, since I've coached uh, from baseball, now to softball, taking the softballs. No strikeout looking. If you strike out looking, oh, that's a line. Yeah. So in our last four games, we've struck it. We struck out looking. We have struck out looking twice in four games. And actually, those are no. No, we struck out looking no times in the last four games. And I've only stroken out twice. So, I mean, they know they they once the girl strikes out looking, they all look at me at first base on the first base coach, and I read one finger if it's one, and if it's the second one, I read two, three. I mean, uh, we started struggling at the beginning, but now well, we're doing a lot better. But like you said, like yeah, like the basic stuff. Uh, from football to Wilson doing the same stuff every day to now coaching under Coach Chief for the last five seasons. It's same stuff every day. Basic stuff. But guess what? We we pound we pound motherfuckers. And 
And it's basic stuff. Hey, get your knees, you're going to hit the sled. Then you stand up, you're going to hit the sled. And then guess what? We're going to run those fucking lines. You're going to get off the ball. We're going to run the same thing. Then we're going to go do team. The same thing we did yesterday. And guess what? Tomorrow we're going to do the same shit. And guess what? On a Friday night, you're doing that shit perfect. And you were fucking rushing for 430 yards against uh, the team that won CIF. Uh, we coming back down fucking three touchdowns, four touchdowns. Uh, just because, you know, it's, we're doing the same thing over and over. Basic shit. We're in that double wing and just pounding guys. And the same thing with the girls. Every day, I hit brown balls. Hit them pop flies. Same shit. Run the bases. And they, and they learn. And I feel like all that shit, when you start giving them days off and you start, you know, okay, do this, do that. And then they're lagging on the basic shit. And then not doing something basic is just going to ruin them trying to be flashy. Yeah, and, stuff. and it's like, at the gym, same thing. I, mean, I still got to throw, when I'm training, I still got to throw fucking jabs. As basic as a jab. A right hand is basic shit. But guess what? Jabs going to win you a fight. So when I come in, I train an I train mark. We're throwing fucking, out of 100 punches, I'm probably throwing like 80 jabs. Basic fucking jab. But guess what? It's going to win you. It's going to win you a fight. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's good, man. I mean, besides coaching, I mean, I stay. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much all I do. I mean, it's coaching. I come. I want to. I want to try to get back into fighting this year. Um, I take a little bit of time off coaching. I'm not, I'm not pretty, pretty. I think that's what's gonna happen. Take some time off coaching. While I start fighting again. Getting old, man. My birthday's Friday. I'll be thirty-two years old. Still young. Uh, man. Still uh, young. I know they say, "Oh, that's when you're your 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 you're prime," your, prime but yeah. fuck. I just missed three years because of coaching and having fought since that. And, I mean, it hurts, man. I, and I felt like I was – I've never – I never felt like I've been depressed or, 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 or anything like that. But there was something wrong with me for a while. And, and, and I had talked to my, my trainer, uh, Alan's wife, and he's, she's like, the same thing's wrong with Alan. I think you guys just miss fighting. It's a part of who you, you guys, are. You guys miss – because we didn't have a gym for a while because there was an accident. Our neighbors at our other gym burned down. We didn't have a gym for a couple months. He's actually just opening up this gym and it's like, I fucking miss punching people in the face, man. I miss getting punched in the face. I miss getting kicked. I miss kicking people. And it's just, it was a part of my life. It's something I love so much. And, and it was, I just, I had lost it. It felt like, and, and I, I, I wasn't doing it. And I was just, I was just missing it. It's a, it's a part of me. And uh, I realized that. So coming back here, opening up the gym again, and just, just hitting, hitting the mitts with Allen or, or, or my buddies or just moving around on Saturday mornings. Uh, and I feel like, uh, like man, I just everything like it's that high that you get. Like I've never, I've never uh, been addicted to a, a drug, but I feel like that's probably that's the high. Drug, yeah. That's the, the high they get. Bad. Yeah, the the high they get is the high I get when I come in and punch. That's what I'm gonna say. Punch it, the endorphins. You probably get like all the that rush. You miss adrenaline. Yeah, and then I go home everything. and I can't fucking walk for two days because my knees are busted. But like, hey, I'll do it all over again. Uh, well, yeah, man. I, I, like I said, uh, I just growing up, growing up. The I mean, I didn't grow up tough. I always had my mom and my dad. They're always supportive, but but I chose bad. I made bad decisions growing up, not because he told me, not because nobody wasn't there for me, but just because I was a dickhead. Same here, man. And, and <laughs> so I went out there and I beat people up on the streets. I, I did a lot of dumb shit. You uh, did dumb shit. This. It's part shooting, of growing shooting, up, shooting guys with paintballs, fucking driving down the street and getting arrested, uh, doing beer runs, uh, egging cars, all that. Thinking, thinking shit. that somebody, think I guess smack anybody around. I, mean, I probably could, but I shouldn't. Uh, has taught me, has 
taught me a lot and to where I am today and, and being able to help these kids. I think that's the biggest thing that, that I want to do right now is besides punch people in the face is, is help, help these kids and this. No, there's always someone, someone there there for them. Uh, if it's my football players or my softball players, these kids I see on campus. Uh, come and talk to me, man. And, and the one thing I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest. If you're being a fucking pussy, I'm going to tell you, yeah, you're being a pussy, yeah. Your girl's probably fucking blowing somebody else. Like, so <laughs> like, hey, coach, girl, what, what's, what's, what's wrong with you today? <laughs> well, fuck, coach, my girl, you know, hey, dude, your girl's fucking probably blowing somebody right now, man. Like, so what? You're in high school, dude. You, 99 times out of 100, you're not going to stay with the girl. Yeah. Go to college, see, fucking. Yeah, we, we have a little thing right now on, on the kid team, I coach my softball team, and it's like, dude, you got a boyfriend. Good. Guess what? He's probably not going to be your boyfriend for much longer. Like, you're barely a sophomore. You're probably not going to have that boyfriend much longer, so <clears throat> get over it. Like, don't come over and fucking practice bringing everybody else down because you're, you're fucking boyfriend liked another girl's picture on Instagram, okay? Don't be bringing that shit over here. Is uh, that what you deal with? The yeah. social media on that I too? swear to God, dude. Last week, I had a, we had a, me and my other coach had a stop practice. So I, I'm the CC coach, so I'm the head coach. We had a stop practice and fucking sit down with these girls and talk to them because there was just drama and... and I think, but I've had that third year coaching talk about that third year I had that talk. I sit sit down on the grass and talk to girls that felt like they weren't a part of the team or 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 was having problems at school. Uh, and that's fine. And guess what? Today we have the probably the best chemistry I've seen in all three years I've coached. And we're probably the best team in three years, so it's only J V softball. I mean but I Yeah, love yeah, it. no, but I it's in, it. it's it's influential. You get me? It's a part yeah. of They'll remember these years. So yeah. I still remember JV fucking baseball. Yeah, but they say like, "Oh, you're the softball coach. You're the JV softball." Coach. So what? I fucking love it, dude. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I love coaching softball more than I love coaching football. That's, you, that's the crazy, fucking truth. But fun. I mean, it's, it's, it's so it's fast because like. I, I think because I've always been a baseball fan, and it's pretty much baseball, but a lot faster. Yeah, and we win, score more runs, and it's just it'd be pumped up to go out there three, five times a week and go to tournaments and win and get two games in and and it's just, it's just I like it I think it's a lot like baseball I think baseball starting when I started getting older is you appreciate just, it more yeah, yeah and it's just and now being out there with the girls it's like it's cool man we have a good yeah. team and it's just, it's, just, it's just something I love to do but coaching in general when you come in here coaching the kids it's always fun um, messing with them I think it's hard I think it's always hard for the kids uh at the beginning, especially the generation we're in, it's a rule I get used to my humor. Because I talk shit. I fucking talk shit for days. If you're a girl and you come to my sophomore practice, you have these fucking fake eyebrows, like, dark as fuck. Guess what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you. Hey, dude, when we start working out, we start sweating. Those eyebrows are going to come off your face. <laughs> or if you're a guy and you're fucking coming to practice, or, or I see you walking around campus and you're wearing fucking skinny jeans... And you can see your nutsack, like, I'm going to tell you. Like, and like, he's like, oh, fuck, like, is he really, like, saying this? Like, yeah, dude. Like, guess what? That's what I heard. That's what my uncles told me. My uncles talk shit. Yeah. You're going to get that same shit. And guess what? Later on in life, someone's going to someone's gonna make fun of you. Someone's going to try to be mean to you. And he'll be like, fuck. My coach liked me, and he was meaner to me than that. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck what yeah. you say. Words like, are just words. Yeah. I have a girl. Her name's uh, Nicole, but... Um, she was there my first year, and I, I called her fur. She's fucking hairy as fuck. Like, she has hairy arms and shit, and I just messing with her. This is, this like, this like messing with her. And, and uh, she's a real pretty girl, but I mean, so I just called her fur. And I 
the other coach is like, dude, you can't do that. Dude, your mom's going to get mad. Dude, like, how do you know they're not, not going to take it the wrong way? I say, dude, it needs fur. <laughs> so this day I call her fur. I think her, I heard her mom call her fur. So it's just things I, I, I gave. I have a girl. She's on the team. She's like six foot, like probably like 210. She was a size 12 in men's. And I call her a show. A show for a big show. <laughs> the big show. And, and she... She loves it. Everybody, the varsity coach calls her Big Show. Like, literally calls her not show. He calls her Big Show. Show, she's used to it. Show, show, where you at? Show. And it's just like, these names I give to the girls. Uh, the other coach gave the girl, like, we started giving nicknames. So the other coach oh. gave the girl a little stocky girl, Hamon, like Ham. Ham. No, see, and the thing is, you don't do it in hate or yeah. making fun of it. You make, that makes them part of the team. It gives them a persona, you get me? Because we had that. I, yeah. Everybody had that. You yeah. call the fat kid uh, flaco, like mockingly, yeah. but not like, oh, you fucking fat ass. You know, yeah. it's just kind of like it's the the vibe, you know, from the whole yeah. the whole team. And then you have that personality. Like, I'm sure, like you said, she said she loves it. Like, everybody loves yeah. that shit. It goes all, I mean, uh, and then again, but at the same time, I'm going to criticize you. I'll be your best. You'll be the first person to criticize when you do something bad. They'll tell you when you do something bad. And I'll be the first person to tell you when you do something awesome and right. Uh, you mess up my second base, I'll be like, dude, that was pathetic. You do it better next time, or I'll take you out in the middle of the inning. And guess what? She did it bad the next time, and I took her out in the middle of the inning. And she learned. I still, they, the girls still like me. Yeah. Guess what? She got in the next game. She didn't do it again. Uh, but that's just kind of the kind of coach I've been, kind of trainer I've been. Uh, this is, I'll tell them shit. I, I talk shit, and I feel like, I'm not doing it to be me. I'm doing it to motivate. I'm like, I don't want to fucking hear my coach's mouth. So guess what? I'm going to do everything perfect. Yeah. And then true. when he says, dude, good job. You know, he means it. Instead of talking gangs of shit, but just those two words, I feel like it's going to help somebody. It, it would yeah. for me. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, I just love it, man. I love, love being out there. It's tiring because I work nights and then I go to work and then I go go to practice and I get burnt over the summer and then coming all tanned up, burning, but I mean, I just, I just love to do it, man. And, and that's one of the reasons why I want to have you on. Not just because, you know, we're good friends. But you always you always did everything you wanted, which I, you see everybody hates their job, hates their whatever. And like you said right now, you just finished. I love it. I love it. You got into fighting. You fucking loved it. Every You did some writing, you know, if you want to talk about that, too. But you've always been, you know, I look up to that, you know, because everybody's like, oh, I fucking hate my job. Uh, Sundays, I got to do this. Like, nobody's ever fucking satisfied with what they're doing. Because what they're doing is not what makes them happy, but you—you you always seem to be doing something you love. I've been offered. I've been offered a different jobs. Like, hey man, I work in the union. I could get you in, making thirty dollars an hour. I could do this. Like, but what's what's uh, the money? If, if you just don't fucking like what you're doing, if you love what you're doing, like I work at a facility with the girls, and I, I really like I really like what I do. I don't make thirty dollars an hour. I mean, I'm, I'm broke. Yeah. But I don't make fucking thirty dollars an hour. But I, I really. Really enjoy what I do, coaching. I mean, I heard a coach the other day like, man, I haven't got my stipend in. If I don't get paid, which is his check, if I don't get my check by Tuesday, I'm not going to play the rest of the games this week. Hey, dude, you know, I didn't know we did coaching for money. Because guess what? I forget we get paid only <laughs> three, four times, but yet we're practicing year-round. Yeah. So I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't get, I don't get paid for softball. I go out there every day, two, three hours, um, we do we in three games in one week, two games in one week. I take the girls out on my own money. Like I don't get paid for that. I'm a volunteer softball coach. Uh, football, yeah, I get paid four times. Guess what? We practice from January to November. We get December off. 
oh, I don't want to get December off because I wish I was playing for a state championship or a CF championship, but I, we get it off. We have, I've gotten it off, and what? Well, that's one month out of the year pretty much that I get off from fucking coaching football, and I get paid for four months. And it's not $10,000. It's like, our chicks are cyber, like $600 for those months. You know, there's this, there's this um, it's like a, not a joke, but I guess like a, like a little strip of, uh, of humor. The, this guy asked, like, this teacher, this coach, like, you know, what do you do? What do you make? You know, because like, he's, like, he's with money. He has a good job or whatever. He goes, he goes, what do you mean what I make? Like, what do you make? What do you make per hour? And he goes, what do you what do, what do you mean? You're in telecu- telecommunications. Like, what do you do? You just, you know, you call people, whatever. He goes, I'm, I'm a coach. I put my heart out out there for these kids. I'm out there every day. Rain, fucking 100-degree weather. It doesn't matter. I'm out there for these kids. And when these kids, you know, are graduating... They come up to me and tell me, thank you, coach. Like, I couldn't have done this without you. You know, you gave me, even like you said, you know, sometimes just a little word. Like, hey, man, keep your head up. Whatever it may be, I make a difference. You know, that's what I make. Like, what do you make? Because I'm making a difference. Mm-hmm. And I, I see that with you. You know, I just read that like a week ago. And I was like, huh, that's that, you know. And, I just, and that's funny because I, I see that like the coach part because I see, I had my coaches. I had, I, in football, I had guys like Coach Pineda, Mr. Pineda, Wilson. And even though he wasn't my coach, but he's my coach. As I coach, he shows me a lot. He's coach C. Uh, and then those are guys that, like you said, like I'll never forget those guys. If I never see them again in my life, move away or something, I never see them again. I'll always remember those guys. Uh, just like I will even my coaches as I was an adult, like Mark and Allen. I'll never forget them. I mean, they taught me everything I know in, in pretty much fighting, every everything I know. And I'm, I'll good for a while I mean and when I'm motivated and I'm there they're there for me and or they're there to motivate me and and that's why I'm here but that's why I've been with them I think I'm the, one of the last guys standing I mean there's still a lot of guys come around but I'm one of the last guys that's still still here with them at the gym and I'll hop out whenever they need me uh, uh, I'll fight for them I'll, I'll do anything and it's like the other coach like Mr. Pineda Wilson see they need me, need me for anything the same thing for them I mean as this is the stuff they taught me, and I feel like the loyalty to them to be there when they need me because they're there when I needed them. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, and yeah, no, I mean that's one thing about you that I love too. Your loyalty. I mean, you're you you're. I mean, I've I've talked I've talked to uh, people on other job and they're like, "Hey, man, that's your cousin or that's that." I say, "Hey, dude, you know what? Family, family. Don't get me wrong, but if your family go treat you like family, then guess what? Someone like like my friend Hector, someone like like my trainer Alan, someone like." My buddy Rob is gonna come before someone that just, even okay. though we're yeah, blood, yeah. Yeah. treat you like shit or don't don't even acknowledge you. Yeah. Uh, they're like, oh, wait, do that? Like, that's that's this, that's that. I said, dude, that don't matter to me. My loyalty goes to who's loyal to me yeah. and who's been there for me. And if if family was it, then guess what? It's not gonna be. Then I will be there either. But like people like like you, people like like Ernie, like Rob, like uh, a lot of a lot of people from Amani that we grew up with. Uh, my trainers and stuff is like my loyalty stays with them forever yeah because that's what i was talking to izzy about uh we don't see each other you know like me and you personally i think the last time we saw each other was outside food for less when you we (laughs) i walked to your car i think and you you thought you were walking to my car so we're standing next to a random car just catching up for like felt like an hour i think it might have been more and you're like dude where's your car i'm like my car's over there, dude. Yeah. Like, I gotta go. And I thought we were next to your car. You're like, dude, my car's over there too. Because we were just walking, we're just catching up. But I, I think it's part of growing up. You know, you kind of lose touch, but you don't lose touch with the people. Like when when me and you started talking, we just started talking. 
I don't. I think it was baseball season, so we just started kind of going. Oh, how's your daughter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck the fucking Red Sox are hot this year. You think I'm like oh, the Astros look good? Da, da, da. And it was just like we hadn't stopped talking. And it's one of those things where with you, I've always felt comfort. You know, I've always we always fucking shoot the shit, feed me. And I was one of the few first few people. I was like, dude, I'm gonna have George on here just because, like I said, I look I look up to you. Not like, oh my god, this guy's a fucking god, but I do respect your attitude. You know, you get me. Like you, you go out and get shit done. Like I said, you you fucking, I want to be a fighter, you became a fighter. I'm going to be a writer, you became a writer. It's always like, this guy does it. Everybody talks a good one, but this guy fucking just does it. And it's something that you make it look so easy, like, eh, I'm going to fight. And next thing you know, fucking George is fighting, which is something yeah, I that's admire. One thing I that, that's one thing I've always just, especially just having parents that could do that, that really would support me. And of course, well, I'm going to make good decisions, I want me to, want me to be responsible but they still support me, and and I was able to to write for six years with Mid Valley News, Mid Valley Sports, uh, with Joe, Tim, Dwayne, and they taught me a lot. And I was able to, it was just high school sports covering covering small King in the Cage, covering Glory, uh, covering more tie fights. Uh, it was just great. It was fucking awesome, dude. I loved it. Uh, when I'm old, I just can't do sports no more, and I I can always coach. But when I can't do sports no more, I can't fight. I go out there and and, and, and cover again. Um, and then there was this fighting. I wanted to fight. And they got the same time I actually was fighting, but I always wanted to fight. And I said, like, what's stopping me? What's stopping you? What's, st- what's stopping the person listening from fucking going out there and, and getting one fight? Getting, uh, going, being, going to the fucking gym. What's, the, what's really, honestly, what's stopping you besides your fucking being afraid? Yeah. So I went out there and I said, fuck it. Let's chunk them. And I went to a fight like, dude. I could do better than that. And they're like, well, fucking go. And guess what? Fucking the next month I was fighting. I was like, I don't even know who I trained with. I said, fuck you all. A bitch, I'll do it. Like, fuck <laughs> it. I'll do it. I fought the next month. Then I fought the month after that. Then I think I fought every month almost. And then that's when I went with Mark and Allen and started, like I said, started with them. And it was awesome, man. I, I mean, I had, I think uh, I've been blessed with, with uh, meeting these great loyal people in my life. Not all the time, but I mean, majority of the time. And uh, I mean, I was stay with them. I think I have stayed, stayed with, with uh, Team Flores, and I stayed with, with Coach C coaching, and, and now David and, and, and Dean Bunting over there at South Omani. I mean, they're all, everybody right there is loyal, and that's why that's where my loyalty falls with them. So I'll be I'll be in their programs uh, until there's no more or forever, I guess. Uh, oh yeah, man, it's just. I've always been that kind of person just to go out there and do it. I don't know if I'm going to be good. I don't know if I'm going to fucking suck, but I'm going to go out there and do it. And I'm going to find that's, out. That's something that's, you know, yeah. like this. I, I don't know if it's going to be any good. I was saying it in a few other podcasts. Like, tell me, like, what's your goal out of this? I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm just, I wanted to do it. I've been wanting to do a sports one. I've been wanting to do a fucking beer one. And I just, you know, excuses, like you said, like, what's stopping me? So I fucking said, this year I'm going to do it. And I started, and then I bought the equipment. I'm like, dude, you, you're you're too deep in now. You got to do it. And then people fucking message me like, hey, dude, when's the first one coming? I'm like, oh fuck, like, yeah, I guess I'm, I, I got to do it. So now here we are. I said, well, listen to podcasts, and, and they're fucking awesome. And like, I got listen to Joe Rogan. He says like, you don't need shit. Just do it. People, yeah. somebody's gonna listen. Yeah. Somebody, your friends, or just somebody that's like, hey, what's this? And, oh fuck, this guy's funny, or this guy. Oh, I like that guy on there. And just start listening. Uh, like, like, like I said, that's stop, like stopping us from really doing what we want. Unless it's fucking, of course, some crazy ass shit. No, like no, of fucking course. Being a fucking 
Prezi United States yeah, or something yeah, yeah. and you're a fucking Fallon. But yeah. I mean but stuff like this, like you know, doing a being a fighter, doing podcasts, doing a being a coach, uh being a writer. Like like, yeah, like he's stopping us. Write a fucking book. Uh, write an e book. Honestly I, I I didn't tell nobody this but I talked to my buddy Joe and he's like if you win the CAF championship this year, let's write a book. So I kept notes every game and I knew of course I knew the season and I was gonna write like a like a little book on, on our season and, and just his, his team has never won a fucking CIF championship since like a hundred years or some shit and and it was just break guys broke it down every week and he was he, he's wrote a couple books, he was gonna help me with it and I was down. Like I'm not the best writer. I'll throw something out there that a lot of fucking Armani people are gonna like and, and, and read all and, those students will have for the rest yeah, of their life. Yeah, and Why don't you do it still? Fuck it, you didn't we win. Fucking lost, dude. They don't deserve, we don't deserve shit. Even though I thought like we should have beat that team, but we were better. We were the best team all year, and it was just the worst of the world. We had a bad game. They had their best game, and they still beat us by a touchdown. They had, they fumbled every game of the season except that game, and it fucking sucked. I don't want to. I, I great season for us at Almani, but it was something you kind of want to forget the way it ended. Well, I understand. I mean, we had some fucking highs. Running back rush for twenty four hundred yards. Other running back rush for twenty one yards. We had two guys go to all states. Eight guys all CIF. Like thirteen guys uh, all league, like a like fucking awesome season. But when they win the championship, what is it? What yeah. is it? What does it mean? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Not gonna that's fucking what, remember. They went to semifinals. They're not yeah. gonna remember us. Yeah. Oh, they're not to be Orange Vista in the finals. They did beat fucking Albani. They beat Albani in semifinals. Like who remembers that? I remember that because it fucking hurt me for two weeks. Yeah. I can't stop thinking about it. But hey, man, it's fucking there. Uh, but yeah, man, just hopefully uh, get back into fighting this year. What what needs to be done for you to start fighting again? That's that's what oh, I want. Oh, fucking, you lose weight. Fucking Allen over there, let me get all fat. So uh, I just coaching. Dude. Honestly, probably coaching the last three years, I probably gained like 60 pounds. 60, 80 pounds, dude. And I was doing good. My last five, fucking ran every day. Went to the gym like five, six times a week. Did a drink soda the whole camp. Ate pretty good. Did good, and then boom, went to football practice. Boom, hey, go, let's go get pizza after practice. Okay, let's go. Oh, fuck, let's go to Burger Zone. Let's go to Arts. Oh, let's roll, let's roll. Oh, fucking large soda, double-double. Oh, fuck it. And it's boom, this, that happened. I feel it. I, I got it. It's in my heart, of course. I, said, I know I could do it, but the fucking, the extra 100 pounds I'm carrying is not going to let me do it. <laughs> no, start start slow and just do it, you know? Like, you've me. been, that's what I was going to say. You... You've done everything. Do this again. Oh yeah, I'm, I've been getting back to the gym, going to LA Fitness, doing the sauna, even doing the fucking treadmill. Not hitting a mile yet, almost. Uh, doing the bike, lifting uh, some weight. So I feel good. I feel good going out there sweating. I, I can feel a difference. Uh, and hopefully it comes soon. We'll spend the year or this time next year. I can be able to fucking punch somebody. Yeah. Not just training partners, but you out there punch somebody in the ring and, and get paid for it or. Just, you have fucking a thousand people, five hundred people watching. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm just out there to fight. Yeah. I never, I don't care if there's ten people or a thousand people. I'm out there to fucking put on the most exciting fight. Exactly. And and on on this, I'm just hopefully, hopefully this year goes by good and I do everything good and and by the end of the year I fucking uh, I can do that again. Stay focused, man. I'm I'm you know I'm always in your corner. I'm always fucking rooting for you. It, this is like, you know, there's. I have a lot of, I guess, a lot of acquaintances, a few good friends. And then you're one of the few people that's always, like I, I keep bringing it up because it's true. You always do it, you know. So I fucking, 
I want to see you do it again. You get me? Because even like, I don't know what was the time, maybe like a year ago, I messaged you like, hey, when are you fighting again? You're like, oh, uh, something about the gym, like uh, TBD or whatever. You said something along those lines. I was like, all right, all right. Like, But, you know, it's still in your mind. So I was like, all right, well, whenever he does it or whatever. But now, like, this is a nice spot. You know, we're here inside the gym. And, you know, I, I know what you're capable of. That's what I mean. You know, if you were like, nah, he's lazy. Nah, he's not going to do it. I'd just be like, oh, yeah, he, he kind of wants to fight, but he doesn't really want. But I know you. So I know, like you said, it's in you. You you have that desire, that fucking fire. So I want to see you do it, you know. Like, at the time, I was fucking bartending, working weekends like crazy. So I could never get to these fights or whatever. And I, now, looking back, I'm like, dude, I could have done more. But at the same time, it's like asking somebody that works up Monday to Friday. Hey, take Wednesday off to come over here. You know, yeah. that's the days where I need to be there. But now that, you know, I'm older or whatever, I'm like, dude, you should have done more. Like, Izzy, you know, Izzy's fights, I think I went to like two of them. And I'm like, dude, I, I should be doing more. And that's why now I'm like, all right, I brought it up in a few of the other episodes. I'm like, I'm going to do what I can to help the people. You know, some pe- some of the guests, I don't know. I just reach out to them and I'm like, hey, dude, you know, I think you make a great guest. And they're like, yeah, dude, let's fucking do it. But when I get to people like this, you know, me and Izzy talked, me and the other homie talked. And I'm like, dude, you you were going to the gym, you were losing weight. And I was like, yeah, but look, I'm comfortable again. Like, I lost the weight I yeah. wanted to lose. I'm like, dude, but keep going. You know, don't fucking he's, stop. He's fucking his life up, trying to get married and shit. <laughs> yeah, man, it, it happens. But, uh, yeah, man, it's just, it's hard. I mean, it's, it's not hard. I can do it, but with everything I do, and this is loving. So much stuff. I love coaching. I love fighting. I love doing my job. Uh, it's hard because what do you leave? Because guess what? Because yes, I'm going to do two things, and guess what? I'm going to be fucking missing something. Yeah, it's coaching. only enough hours yeah. in a day. That's exactly what it is. It's like, man, I wish I could just work nights. I work nights, and I go to my other job, and then I coach. And, and the day I want to come to the gym, it's 6 o'clock. I've been up for fucking 20 hours or whatever it is, or almost 20 straight hours. And it's like, man. But I imagine I hustle, so I mean, it's going to happen, man. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. I'm going to fight again soon. Hopefully, right. hopefully, can't wait, man. Yeah, I get offered, but I'm gonna fight again one way or another. I don't know how, but I'm gonna punch somebody in the face. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. I mean, I don't know what else here. Well, anything you feel like sharing? I think, anything I think like-, uh, like you said, man. Just always just go for it. Fucking go out there and go for it. There's nobody stopping you but you. Uh, Push yourself. If there's something you love and you just know you want to do it, just do it. Guess what? You're going to find out if you fucking suck or if you're fucking good. Um, and that's really it. I mean, of course, I'd like to thank all the you for having me. Uh, thank you for being on. And then, and then even even the and everybody has given me the opportunity to become the, the person I am, the coaches, my trainers, uh, my kids, the kids, my players. I always call my kids because they always ask me, hey, you don't got no kids? But like, yeah, motherfucker, I got 65 kids. I got you 50, and I got my 50 softball girls. Because I, 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 love, I, love, I love my players. I'll do anything for them. So. But yeah, man, like I said, just do, do what you want to do. Because there's not nobody stopping you but yourself. If you have kids, guess what? You can find a babysitter. You could, uh, grandma watch them. Uh, Nina, Nina watch them. Go out there a couple hours and, and, and do that stuff you love, the stuff you want to try. And it's not hard. And I think that that'll always make uh, your life a little better if you try to do something you love. So, 
you can have a awesome life, great family, friends. I mean, I don't know what else, I don't know what else to say. Um, why don't we give a quick shout out to this gym? You know more about it, obviously. So, Ali, um, Papa. <laughs> well, Trader Allen's over here. He's been he's been a fucking gay over here in the back. Say the address and all that. So uh, most of the people listening at the so beginning here, will be from. Well, here on San Gabriel Valley. I mean, we have a uh, team floors over here on North Hacienda, thirteen thirty North Hacienda. It's right next to the furniture store, uh, to the right of it, next to the Hacienda outlet where I buy a shirt every day. I come. They got a fucking awesome shirts next door. Uh, but yeah, right here we got. Alan, my trainer, Alan, Alan Flores, Mark De La Cruz, brothers. Uh, like I said, they taught me a lot. Taught me everything I know in fighting. I did growing, growing into the to the sport of Muay Thai, kickboxing, or Muay Thai and kickboxing. Uh, I did guys, seeing guys like my trainer, Alan, and then even guys like William Serapai and 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 uh, Joe Schilling. I think Bradley coming up. Those were like three guys that I always watch. I always watch Alan train. I always watch. Will train and, and fight, and Joe Schilling. And I watch him fight. He's on Bellator. He's fucking awesome. A good, a good friend of mine. Um, and and just being here in the gym at the Team Floors. I mean, it's like one family. Those guys are still like family, and we go cross train with them and and spar with those guys. I've trained at the yard for my last fight, of course, and, and Team Floors. Uh, William's always able, to, always willing to help out. So if you're in you're in the San Gabriel Valley area, we got Team Floors over here. Uh, well, Mark and Allen and me helping out. Uh, we're opening at 11 to about 7 o'clock. We have a class each each hour. It's no contract. Um, if you're in the, what, in the IE, you got my buddy out there, uh, William Serapai. He's at, he has his own gym, the bullpen. And if you're in LA area, we got Joe Schilling at the yard and, and, and Mark. Um, so I think guys get in there, punch somebody, get punched. Because some of you guys think you made a glass. And, 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 and it'll make you build character. It'll make you become a stronger person inside and out. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. All right, man. Well, thank you for listening. And uh, thanks, George, for coming on. Thank you for doing this. Thank great you. to see you. Thank you. Thank you for doing this.